0: Sunday morning and we are studying on basically the
1: same subject which is called the Bible and all of it's connected with everything else I've given you a paper this morning and I want you to pick it up and look at it uh, we're going to be talking about I gave you a paper last week I'm trying to get back to it it's about obeying God but the one I'm going to introduce you to this morning is about obeying God this is a uh, I gave you this right here, this one sheet, and it has all the verses for this second. The second sheet has these verses printed out. Now, this right here is from the Word Study Concordance. When you look up a word in here, and it'll say, like the top of this on the left-hand side, it says teleos. It's fifty forty six in the Strong's, but when you look it up, uh, you'll it'll say. Uh, sometimes it'll say perfect. The very first word on that uh, in Matthew five forty eight, you can see it on your paper. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Well, being perfect does not mean to be without sin. It means, and I wrote it up here, it means completion, to finish. It means a man, one that's grown up as opposed to a child, and one that's of full age. In fact, there's a verse here and down in verse uh, Hebrews 5.14 that uh, men that are of full age need strong meat. Strong is the word stereos. It looks like stereo, but it's not. Stereos. S T E R E O S. Stereos, it means firm or stiff. People that are full age, teleos, they, if you're grown, You need stiff meat. You do not need milk anymore. That's for babies in the truth. You need to go on unto perfection. Babies. Now, when you look at this, you will see down here in uh, 1 Corinthians 14.20. Look at that real quick. 1 Corinthians 14.20. Now, these are all the same word in the Greek and you have to learn to look at things from the Greek standpoint 1 Corinthians 4 and 20 1 Corinthians 4 and verse 20 4 and 20
0: well not 1 Corinthians 14 and 20 excuse me
1: 14, I'll get it right in a minute. 14 and 20. 1 Corinthians 14 and 20. Brethren, be not children. Now, always notice, he's giving you something to measure perfection against. Don't be children. Be not children in understanding. How be it? In malice, be children. Like children, get over that real quick. But in understanding, be men. And the word man, men here, is the word teleos. It's the same word as be be therefore perfect. It's the same word as full age. So full age here, men, and be therefore perfect are all the same word. When you study it, when you study this in Scripture as well as in dictionaries, you'll see that they're all the same thing. Now, when you look at, uh, when you look at, you got all these different words. You have teleos. That's the word perfect. And you notice what I wrote up there. I wrote perfect, completion, finish, man, and some other words. They're all the same basic word. In these verses, and you got teleos, then you got teleotes, T-E-L-E-I-O-T-E-S. And this means to be complete or to fully be fully developed. When he says be perfect, he doesn't mean be perfect today. That's not what he means. It means in time as you live, you'll become mature. Everybody needs one of these if they can get it, because it'll give every time when you look up this word "perfect" in your Strong's Exhaustive Concordance. This is the Strong's number. Then you go down here, teleotes means perfection. It don't mean you're going to live till you're without sin. It means you're very mature, teleotes. And he says there in Colossians. 3.14 3.14 that's really interesting because I've gone through that go back to Colossians 3.14 and this will answer people's confusion about a verse in First Corinthians 13 and look at Colossians 3.14 Colossians 3 I want to try to teach you how to use your concordance Colossians Philippians Colossians three fourteen. All right. This will answer the problem that people have in First Corinthians three fourteen. When the perfect is come, it says when that which is perfect is come, and you'll find this also here in First uh, Corinthians. Uh, when that which is perfect is come is 13 and 10. 1 Corinthians 13 and 10. When that which is perfect is come, perfect is come, and compared to these other verses about being a man, or full age, let's just put it like this. When full age has come to the church, full age is come, or when the church becomes a man and is no longer a boy, and the amazing thing it tells you in the following verse, well, let me flip back and forth between these two. Uh, I'm going to show you the 1 Corinthians Now, this is a question that everybody has, and all the preachers have got an opinion on it. It's not an opinion. There's a biblical answer. Look here in in, uh, 1 Corinthians 13. And then I'm going to flip back over to Colossians. That's because all these are basically the same, have basic same meaning in them. They have to do with completion or full age or being a man and what does it take to make you a man and grow up it takes years it takes the right food the right the right exercise we exercise and the Bible speaks that we exercise in the word of God it takes the right living to make you grow up this has to do with increasing faith doesn't it notice besides all get, this give all diligence add to your faith and he names seven things and he said, if you increase your faith, you'll never fall. And you'll be a man. And you'll be a full age. And then he says over here, if you'll notice here in 1 Corinthians, uh, this whole chapter is about, it's, it's most people call it the love chapter. But it's actually charity, which is the same word both of these are the same word in the Greek. Why they put it charity is a good question. It's the word agape. Agape is walking after the commandments of God, isn't it? Isn't that what it is? Huh? Walking after the commandments. That's Second John 6. After commandments. And the... The Kittles Dictionary of New Testament Greek Words, this is 34 pages just on the word agape. I was going to read some of it to you. I don't remember if I have time. And they will tell you in the Kittles Dictionary, it's 10 volumes. You've got an index volume. I hope you find these things. In the Kittles, you'll find that they will tell you that agape was a relationship that fathers had for their sons they would give them commandments and they would willingly walk in them that's why Second John 6 says this is love this is agape which you're going to have to look it up to see that it's agape that we walk after his commandments Well, that would have to do with being complete, a grown man of full age, where your faith is increased. That would be perfection, wouldn't it? Right? That would be being an adult. I'm trying to make this as simple as I can. The verse that confuses everybody is verse 8. Charity or agape never fails. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. He's not saying the prophecy itself won't be a prophetic word from God, but there's no prophecy going on around now. Nobody is a prophet. Prophet just merely means to speak for another. We're only prophets in the sense that we pick this book up, we teach this book, and then he says, whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be glossa, which means foreign language, we don't believe in Pentecostal tongues here. You got two words of the Greek glossa uh, and dialectos. They had a different dialect in every city, state, and those dialects would differ as much as Spanish and Italian are today in time. Those people over in Acts 2 were Jews from every nation under heaven because they had been scattered throughout the world because they went after sun and tree worship in the Old Testament. So God scattered them, but they had laws there in Exodus, the 23rd chapter, Exodus 23. Notice how I can't even stay on one subject because all of this is the same. It's like one big, huge word. Can you see that? this is not the words of God this is the word singular of God you and I are merely trying to pronounce it I'm in about the fourth or fifth grade and most people are wearing diapers going goo goo da da uh, that's the spirit, their spiritual development most of the Baptists I was raised around they don't even, they know nothing about this so I'm not going to go into gloss and dialect. I don't have time. Now, if you're full age, you're walking in God's commandments. Even in, the, in this right here, it will tell you, even when you look at the word perfect in kittles, it will tell you that it's connected with agape, walking in the commandments of God. Because... You have to grow up in order to do that. You say, Jim, I can't do what you do. You're not supposed to do what I do. I mean, I started studying back 62 years ago when I was 17 years old in 1956. You think you're supposed to keep up with that? And I don't mean that to boast because I went some years where I was lax and lazy and study and quit and study and quit and study and quit. Is that what most people do? Huh? I know how you are because that's the way I was. I'm trying to educate you learning how to study your Bible and how to use the concordance along with some aids along with it. Now, so where was I? Let's look at that verse. Let me go through this kind of slow. Verse 8, charity, agape, walking the commandments of God never fails. But whether there's new prophecies out there, and somebody writing it down, they'll stop. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there shall be knowledge, it shall vanish away. It's not talking about the Bible vanishing. It's talking about vanishing from the minds of men. Because there's going to be a time where God has his word complete here. And then he says... All of this that the apostles had. Paul spoke of the gifts of an apostle. 2 Corinthians 12, 12. Paul speaks of the gifts of an apostle. Now, the apostles had the gifts to speak in these glosses and these dialects. And they had the ability to raise the dead. Now, these people say they got the gifts of an apostle. I want to watch one of them raise the dead. There, that's not true anymore and then they also could be bitten by a deadly serpent a king cobra and not die it didn't matter what the serpent was paul was bitten in the 28th chapter of acts by a mediterranean viper they had poison equivalent to a cobra i've looked them up and if you're bitten you're supposed to be swelling up and be dead in minutes Paul was bitten. His, his hand didn't swell up. Those heathens on that island of Melita said he must be a god because they knew you had to die if that viper bit you. Peter raised Dorcas from the dead. You see, they had gifts we don't have. And they were being inspired by the Holy Spirit. Now, look what the next verse says. He says. But we know in part all this knowledge that we have, we know in part. Part is the word maros. Remember the word? It means a portion to eat of. You remember the word amaros A M E R O S when you place it in its proper translation and it is actually the word ha martia, which is the word sin meros just means something to eat of or partake of you see that h there you can't look up sin in the concordance now whenever i'm looking something up in my concordance i just flip over to the i flip over to the the dictionary in the back I, i'm not boasting i just know these letters so well i'll just look it up alphabetically but you can't look up an h in the greek If you look up the word homologeo, H-O-M-O-L-O-G-E-O, there are no H's in the Greek. There's a diacritical mark. It's a little, looks like a quotation, but you'll have to look up O-M-O-L-O-G-E-O. That is a breathing sound, homologeo, but it will tell you whenever you look up a word, It will tell you that this comes from two words. It will say
0: from, from, and it will say 3674 and 3056.
1: Look both of those words up. You go to thirty. 74, and it will say homo. Of course, the H is not there. It'll just say homo with that mark there. And 3056, it'll say logos. Logos is the word word. And homo means of the same. A homosexual is of the same sex. So homo means of the same. Logos word. It means to be of the same word or to agree with. The only one you can agree with is God. Whatever he says here. So I'm trying to show you something by looking up words. You can't look up the H. You look up the O. The O when you're looking those up. And it'll have a diacritical mark there. That Homo. And Now let's go back over here first corinthians 13 chapter first corinthians 13 but when that which is perfect is come well that word perfect is teleos and he's talking about the mature man in the church when that which is perfect is come then that which in part and he just got through saying we know in part All these gifts of the church, early church, are baby gifts. We can call them infant gifts. And you can do that because of the next verse. Look at the next verse, and it'll tell you why. When that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away with, and then he's going to tell you why. When I was a child, when the church is a child, it'll speak as a child, and it'll need these gifts to understand. I speak as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child. When the church is a child, it'll be the same way. You'll be weak like Peter was. You'll stand away from the fire, and you'll go and warm yourself by the fire of the enemy and say, blankety-blank, I don't know him when he said to know Christ. That's what babies do. When I was a child, I spake as a child, but when I became a man, I got grown up, and I became teleos or teleotes. I put away childish things. Now let's go back to Colossians. Well, I ought to read that last verse. For now we see through a glass darkly. All we can do is, it's very hazy. But then, face to face, when we see Jesus, now knowing part, but I shall even know as I am known, and now by faith, hope, and charity, these three, but the greatest of these is walking in the commandments of God, maturing and growing up. You, I know what a lot of people think. I just can't be what you are, Jim. Well, you know what? When I was 25, I couldn't be what I am either. And when I was 19, and I'd been studying the Bible for three years, I couldn't be hardly anything. And when I was 30, I couldn't be who I am today. And when I was 40, I couldn't be who I am today. When I was 50, I couldn't be who I am today. You grow, slowly you become mature. Now look back over here in Colossians. And I got this. It's on your paper. In fact, it's printed out in full on the Word Study Perfect. It's printed
0: out in full. Uh, Let me see here. All right. Uh, Colossians 3. I'm looking for
1: my. Looking for it on here. All right. Colossians 3. Oh, that's the that's on the second. That's Colossians three fourteen. Preachers sit around arguing when the perfect has come, when the Bible's finished, when this and that's happening. No, it means the church is going to become mature. The reason God gave the the miracles to the apostles was to prove who Jesus was that they were preaching about. You can find that Acts two twenty two that he was approved by God these apostles were by miracles and wonders and signs they were to approve Jesus and prove who he was they were not even prove who the apostles were just that they were telling about the one who was true now look over here in Colossians I think that would be on the second page of this let me see here yeah It'd be on the second page because it's under Teleates. Tell I taste Well I need to read the whole thing here in Colossians in Colossians the second chapter or in the Colossians the third chapter. Now he says here in Colossians the third chapter put on Boy that's interesting put on
0: in duo sink into
1: clothing well that would be a blood baptism wouldn't it blood baptism was a martyrdom or a death in the first century blood baptism was death to self when Jesus tells James and John can you be baptized with the baptism I'm baptized with he wasn't talking about can you be dipped in water can you undergo the baptism I'm going to undergo tomorrow when they put me to death a blood... Ba- well, wouldn't a blood baptism wouldn't it take a blood baptism, death to self, to make you mature? You're going to have to go through years of this blood baptism, of dying. God putting you through all kinds of tribulation and trials to bring you to a place of perfection, or maturity, or growing up. You know something else this has to do with. It has to do with everything we're teaching. When the Bible says, for whom he did foreknow, whom he did foreknow, prognosco, those are the ones he's going to cause to mature and grow up. Whom he did foreknow, prognosco. He also did predestinate Prohorizo predetermined for the light there's that diacritical mark again right there prohorizo that's the word predetermined before determined for the boundary of light or God's
0: truth he predestined to be conformed now here this goes right back over here to perfection or completion to
1: be conformed Sumorphos, S U M M O R P H O S. Morphe
0: means to shape. Means to shape. Sum means with.
1: With the other believers, we have to be shaped into the image of Christ. Image, icon, means likeness. Oh, wait a minute. We're talking about being of full age, being in completion. Isn't that what predestination's about? He's predestined to conform to his likeness. And we can't get into a subject that we're not going to bump into this perfection. It's all going to click together. We're predestined to conform to his image. We're elected to obedience. Elect, eklectos. Eklatos means to favor. God's going to favor us with fire and trials in order to cause us to grow up and be men and to be completed and to increase our faith and adding all these things and be blood baptized. We're going to go through all these fires. God is favoring us. In fact, grace... Charis means favor that is unmerited. It means unmerited favor. And you did not get anything. You didn't do anything to merit that favor. I love Philippians 129.
0: Unto you it is given. Boy, I love that word given. C H A
1: R i z a, m a, z o m a i, Charizomai Charizomai is a form of charis, which is the word grace. Unmerited favor. Charis, unmerited favor. Charizomai unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ, means to grant as a... Favor, this is Philippians 129, grace, unto you it is given to favor, not only to believe upon him, but also to suffer for his sake. God has favored you to cause you to suffer so you can be like Christ. You're you're predestined to be conformed to his likeness, which is meek and holy and righteous and godly. You say, that's awful boring to me. I'm awful young, and I haven't grown much. It doesn't become interesting until you start growing. I start reading the Bible, and it's interesting to me, but I had to force myself when I was young a young believer, because I didn't understand. The only reason it's boring to you is because you don't understand what the words mean. When you start understanding the words, it just opens up a great, big, vast uh, information of knowledge. So, we have been granted the favor of suffering for Christ so we can grow up and be mature. When I first saw... uh, verses in the bible about be you therefore perfect even as your father which is in heaven is perfect I thought well we can't live perfect we can't live without sin well you can't If if we say we have no sin we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us but wait a minute that goes back to the inner and the outer man doesn't it back to this inner and outer man the inner man is Christ in you That's the seed of God that's in us. Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin, for the seed of God remains in him, and he cannot sin. That's the inner man. But that's in First John three and nine. But First John one and eight says, "If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves." So over the years, God sends fire, trials, persecution, persecution goes through all of this to get rid of our contention our strife get rid of this outer man our pride our arrogance i want what i want and i don't care what i have to do to get it well he sends all these fire and these trials and he's gracious to us when he does that because he doesn't do that to the vessels of wrath fitted to destruction and that's the majority of the world whatever god's having to do to you does he make you depressed from time to time makes me depressed I get down I get up out of bed I go into the kitchen we have got a great big wide kitchen full of windows and goes all around the back of the house and I look out there and I look at the neighbors and I say this lawyer back here don't believe nothing that chiropractor across the street don't believe nothing I get depressed as soon as I look out the windows every day But I'm depressed because people hate the truth. They don't really want to know what this word perfect means. And all the work that God has to do on us is to make this inner man perfect in us and cause us to be grown up and mature. I've studied this book enough... You say, "How can I go out there and witness like you do?" Well, study for years and years and years and years and years, and then study some more, okay? And don't ever quit. And you're going to be bored sometimes when you're young before you learn a lot of words. But when you learn a lot and you see how all of this comes together, you wake up one day and say, "I'm so thankful." I've had people come here when they first started coming here that say, "I don't understand all this picture, all we painting, Jim." And I keep painting the picture. And I'll have them come up to me after two or three years and say, I'm starting to see this picture. It's what it is. It's a. There's no part of the Bible that's not connected with every other part of the Bible. Now let's go back over here and look here. We we'll See, we're still looking at perfect. Put on. Put on is the blood baptism. Therefore, as the elect... And we're elected to obedience there at 1 Peter 1 and 2. Holy, Hagios. Boy, you can't put on Hagios without the fire. Hagios means to be single or pure. The way you make something sing, you put it in the fire and turn the heat up, and it'll burn out all. If you take gold and put it in the fire, and you turn the heat up as high as you can get it, First of all, the zinc will start burning out, and the copper will burn out. And all the metals will start burning out until you get down to silver, and then it will burn out. And then you'll get to the gold. (laughs) The longer the gold stays in the fire, the more pure it gets, and it becomes liquid. But it never scorches, and it never burns up. So it takes the fire to make a single... One single substance, rather than a whole bunch of them, without the, without the fire, what does that make you? Reprobate, <laughs> reprobate. See that everybody knew that. A d o k i m a s. Adokimas Adokamas is the word reprobate. Reprobate silver was a kind of silver. They never put it in the fire, and they threw it out in the streets. 'Cause evidently it didn't have enough silver in it, and it was cast away. In fact, Paul said, If I do not bring my body in subjection, I am a castaway, and that is the word reprobate. Reprobate silver is a it comes from the word dokimas, D O K I M A S. That means to be tried, go through the fire, When you place the alpha, privity, the first letter of the Greek alphabet in front of a word, as a negative particle, it will say that in your concordance. He'll say, a, as, a, neg, part. That means that alpha in that word negates the word. It negates the fire. It means no fire. That means no growing no becoming no becoming a man of full age. No being completed. And what does God have to do? He's got to break you. In fact, it reminds me of the word meek. Meek is the word praus. P-R-A-U-S. It means tame. God's got to tame all of us, even when we come to the knowledge of truth, doesn't he? He's got to tame us and say, you're going to... I don't fight. I used to fight all the time. Does anybody fight besides me? I don't mean necessarily fist fighting. I mean just verbally, just constantly fight. Fred used to fight physically. <laughs> he used to, well, I won't go into that. He was a biker. Got bars every night and fist fought. But I would fight at everything because I didn't want the fire. you got to take the fire. you got to learn to be gentle and kind and meek and quiet and godly and holy. When you have a difference with somebody, you have to learn to accept they're not where you are. Have you ever learned that yet? Have you learned that with your kids? Or do you think, well, they need to grow up like me. You ever feel that way, D? Quit that takes a long time to develop and become teleates. Look here, what he says here. Gosh, it takes forever to go through these, doesn't it? Put on therefore as the elect of God, holy, beloved, agapatos is a form of the word agape, A-G-A-P-A-T-E-O-S. A-G-A-P-E-T-O-S. Agapatos Is just another form of agape. You are the beloved of God. Put that on. Bowels of mercies, bowels of mercies. That's the word splanknon. S p l a g k t o n o n. S p l a g k n o n. Splanknon comes the word spleen. It's also the word compassion, and it means it's the thing you feel inside when you see some little puppy dog run over on a road if you have no compassion you are cold-hearted i mean I, I really i remember i had a paper out in fort worth and i was about 13 12 something like that and i saw a puppy get run over by a corners laying there on the ground just breathing dying i just my heart broke because it happened well you have to have that when you're splank nine you have no if you're so hard hearted you have no feeling for somebody else you say well I can have a feeling for somebody else that's lovable well that's supposed to be lovable for you to have compassion for them first of all most people that need compassion and they're suffering in life they a lot of people can't help what they are You are accountable, but you may not be able to help it, but you are accountable. But that doesn't mean that we're not to have compassion and understanding. It's good to get old because you learn that. All right, then he says, Kindness, krestatos, humbleness of mind, dikai, excuse me, Tepanua. Same word as humble, to it means to be cut down in your mind, level yourself. Meekness, there's that word, protase. Long suffering, macrothumia, put up with things a long time before you lose it. Do you do that? Does anybody here put up with things a long time? That's pretty hard. I don't mean put up with and say, I, this bothers me and upsets me, but I've got to put up with you. No. You got to learn. Your mind has to learn to change. In time, you'll learn to change. I told somebody the other day, I said, me and Mary are complete opposites, music-wise, uh, a lot of our tastes. But I have had to learn to bend to her. Can you bend to each other? I will listen to what she wants to, and." She's got a place, she sits in the den, she says, you're in my seat, I get up and move. That's <laughs> just okay with me. Sometimes I don't, and she'll say, you're going to stay in my seat, and I'll I'll get up and move. We're to forbear one another, and echo, put up with each other's idiosyncrasies, whatever that means, our little quirks, we're to put up with each other. Forbearing one another and forgiving one another, if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgive you, so also do you. Now,
0: above all, above all of this, put on Agape. This is
1: the top of the list. Put on walking the commandments of God, which is the bond, the sundismos. Sundismos. Let me erase some of this. S u n d e i s m o s. The joint or the ligament. S-U-N. D-E-I-S-M-O-S it's the Sundismas of teleates it's the ligaments it's the thing that holds the ligaments together of agape of walking the commandments of God you know what it is walking in God's commandments will pull everything together in your life it's the bond of becoming a mature grown up believer that's what will make you grow up now gosh I could spend more time on this let me get my now the next word on this list I. you know what I have to do I would have to go through all these verses to let you see and I've got them all written down here uh, I don't have them written down this is what Dee did for me she's been printing these out for me I'll give her stuff to print out right before the weekend and she'll print them all out this is every word that has to do with perfectness in this sheet every word well, after Teleotes, notice what we've got. Teleotes. then we have, teleites is mentioned twice. I really need to mention the other time Teleotes is mentioned. Because this is another confusing verse that people don't know what to do with. So when the perfect is come, that would be, the church walking in the commandments of God. i got to go to 1 John, the fourth chapter. Let me go to 1 John, the fourth chapter, and then I'll go back to Hebrews. If you'll keep your paper and bring it back with you, i give you these papers so you can bring them back. You need to bring them back because I'd like to refer back to them. Look over in 1 John. The perfect is walking in the commandments of God. It's when the church grows up and becomes a man. Look over here in first John. John is the one that spoke of love more than any of the other apostles or spoke of spoke of Agape. John always spoke of himself in the third character. You know what third character is, don't you? A third person. It's I as first person, you as second person. They is third person. John would speak of himself saying. <laughs> that one which the Lord loved. He wouldn't even say he loved me. He just said that one that the Lord loved. He introduces revelation. And says unto him that loved us. Not unto us that loved him. And he says that all through. All through. And he. He only loved us. We only love him because he first gave us his commandments. He, We only love him because he loved us first. He put his commandments in our hearts, and that's why we walk in his commandments, and that's why we love him. And you know what this goes with? This goes with every imperative mood in the Greek. Every imperative that Jesus spoke, when he said we're to forbear one another, he didn't say that as an invitation he said that as a command it's an imperative mood just like strive to enter at the straight gate agonize that's not, a, that's not an invitation that's a command and every one of these commandments has to do with being a full age grown up I want to grow up real quick Jim well I'm sure you do Ask these little kids if they want to grow up real quick. <laughs> well, they, as they grow, they're going to say, well, I don't want to go to high school. I just want to, I want to learn all this without having to go there and do it. Well, I'm sorry, but you have to go. I don't want to go to elementary school. I don't want to go to middle school.
0: Well, you have to go to do it, don't you? Huh? What? you have to speak up now
1: now look here john's going to tell you all about agape being connected with perfection with maturity i got to look at verse seven beloved let us love one another love is of god he that loveth every one of these is agape or the verb form of agape agapao. Everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that does not walk in the commandments of God does not know God. For God is, he is love. He is the commandments that He written in our hearts. He is the love. He is, without His him writing his commandments in our hearts, we don't have any love. And this was manifested, the agape of God, which is walking the commandments toward us. Because that God sent his only begotten Son in the world that we might live through him. Living through him as Agape. Herein is love. Not that we love God, but that He gave His commandments to us. He wrote it in our hearts, didn't He? That would go up here. That would go up here. Write commandments in our hearts, and that's in second Second Corinthians three. In Romans, the fifth chapter, he sheds abroad his love in our hearts. His agape. Y'all realize how much there is to studying this? It's never ending. I'm just getting a little drop in the bucket for you today. I can't by any means go through. Every one of these words on that paper you've got is connected to the word teleos, mature, grown up. It amazes me oh I, by the way I put the, all the definitions of everything on here down here in the bottom right hand corner 5046 teleos 5047 teleotes and all of them if you'll notice have to do with completeness it's an amazing thing on here but when Herod was dead what does that have to do with being completed we'll look down here at the definition 50-53. 50-53 to finish life. Tell it to Finish is completing something, isn't it? So when you're dead, you've finished life in this body. All of these are connected with each other. Can you see that? So you can get your definitions down here. You can read these verses out of the paper you got, and you know what they mean. And did you notice something? When you look up a word in your concordance, look at the word before it see what it says. It'll tell you all these words. When you look at teleao, accomplish, complete, consummate, uh, teleao, 5048, talking about to finish, all those are the words finish. Uh, It says it's from 5046. It'll tell you the words it's from. And all of these are associated with each other. So when you're looking up something in your concordance, look at the words before and after it, okay? To see if they are related. Or when it says from, it's going to give you one of these words here, and they're all from the... What really gets me... I try to get on a hundred different things. Uh when you get to the word telos down in fifty fifty six, uh to set out for a definite point or goal, termination, to purpose, or to finish something. So when you finish something, that's telos, and you'll find that is the word many times the word end. So end doesn't mean an end of everything. It means a completion of certain things. Can you see that? Because it's connected to all the rest of these words. Boy, I wish this was easier, but it's not. Do you have to teach all this to learn? Well, it's good for you to learn how to think. If you had lived in Israel 2,000 years ago, this would be second grade grammar. <laughs> All the little kids knew it. It's not like it's hard. It's just that it's not our language and not our thought. Every one of those words has to do with finishing or completing something, either finishing your life and uh, back over here too. So when that which is perfect is come then that which in part shall be done away with. Now look back here where we are. Verse 11, chapter 4, 1 John. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love walking God's commandments concerning each other. But boy, that's going to make it tough because every one of those imperative moods is a command. And when the Lord says concerning the winds of doctrine
0: winds of doctrine that draw men away and bring
1: them to a place where they're on a vain search, that's people like Kenneth Copeland and even Billy Graham. Vain search and they it makes them past feeling, which means Apathetic past feeling, which is the word apologio, A P A L G E O, there in Ephesians, the fourth chapter, it,
0: it makes you apathetic.
1: The Bible says concerning these preachers, there's an imperative command in 426 be angry. And that's not an easy word. This is one of God's commands.
0: This is a command of God, or You're commanded by God
1: when you find out Kenneth Copeland's lying and stealing your grandmother's money. You are commanded to be angry at him. You're commanded to be angry at Billy Graham when he preached accept Christ and sinners prayer, which wasn't true for salvation. Belief is the method of salvation. You're commanded when you find out that your own father, my father was a Baptist preacher and he didn't know much about the Bible. He preached so much error in his life. I had to get angry at him. And I got to where I'd tell him things. And he'd get gruffy and huffy and... And you couldn't hardly tell him anything. I didn't want to be around him, ever. He got to a place where I just couldn't stand his presence. He'd drive up in the driveway and Mary and say, Oh, my God, he's here, he's here, he's here. I'd say, Mary, just leave it alone. I'll take care of him. And I would set him down and read him the riot act when he walked in. You do not cuss here. You will not talk like that here. Do you understand me? He'd get up and stomp out sometimes. You don't let people run over your household. You've got to keep godly, holy, righteous living in your household. How are you going to do that if you allow that to go on? Now, be angry is one of the commandments of God concerning false teachers. Do you ever get? I've had people come here and say, "I thought you were excessively angry until I came here and sat under your teachings for about two or three years, and now I'm getting angry." I said, "Good." You get angry at people who lie and steal money like they do at the Devil's Broadcasting Network, DBN? Because that's who they are. They're devils. Demon, Demon means to distribute fortunes. And
0: that's all they're up there for. Where? Where's your love? Beloved? I haven't looked it up but
1: so looks like an adverb if he so loved us he didn't love everything we do so being an adverb who told e-u-t-a-u who told there's the h right there who told is an adverb telling how and what fashion God loves he doesn't love everything we do he so loves us so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man has seen God at any time. Now, we've seen Jesus, and he's God. Anytime you see that, John said that in the first chapter of John, no man has seen God at any time. Jesus said, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. What he's saying is, no man, God is a spirit. That can't be talking about Jesus. Jesus was a body upon the earth. Then he says, God dwelleth in us, and his agape is perfected taliates in us. Hereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us because he hath given us of his spirit and the Holy Spirit's truth, isn't it? And because we're walking in the truth. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God Now, that sounds like a Muslim can say Jesus was the Son of God. Confess means to agree with. If you agree with Jesus that he is the Son of God, then you're going to agree with what he said in this book. You're going to agree with predestination. You're going to agree that you can't be involved in the Christ mass. God dwelleth in him and he in God. And we have known and believed the love, the agape. Every time you see love in this chapter, it's agape. Walking in God's commandments. But that comes when you mature and you grow up and you're a full age. And we have known and believe that the love that God hath to us, God is love. That walking in the commandments of God is completely of God because it's what he is you cannot walk in God's commandments without him putting it in your heart that can't happen that's why predestination is true and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him herein is our love our agape made perfect when the perfect is come is when the church grows up and matures that's what it's about and the bond of perfection is agape isn't it on Colossians 3 Boldness and the dead of judgment because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in agape. You don't you're not afraid of the world when you're walking in his commandments. I'm not afraid of anybody when it comes to talking to anybody about the Bible. You say, Are you bragging? I've been doing this for so long I I got a thousand answers for every question somebody asks me. I just go boom. What I do is give him the most obvious answer when the guy asked me at the post office, and I had on this shirt, God does not love everybody. He said, You believe that? I said, Absolutely. I didn't go, Well, uh, 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 uh. I said, Absolutely. The Bible says God loved Jacob and hated Esau before either one were born. Don't you believe that? No, I don't believe that. I said, You are ignorant. I'm very bold when it comes to. If you know enough about these words and about the Bible, you could be unafraid of anybody. I would stand and tell the president, if you don't repent, you're going to die in your sin, because I believe he's a vessel of wrath fitted to destruction. I don't believe he's a believer. I don't believe Obama was a believer. I don't believe George Bush Jr. was a believer. I don't believe George Bush Sr. was a believer. I don't believe Bill Clinton was a believer. I don't believe Ronald Reagan was a believer. If they were, they had been talking about a daily cross and self-denial, death to self. They'd have been talking about the world hating us, wouldn't they? i never heard any of them people. I don't believe Dwight D. Eisenhower. Everybody thought, I like Ike. That was the big saying back then. I don't believe Dwight D. Eisenhower was a believer. certainly don't believe Lyndon Johnson was a believer or John Kennedy, the great womanizer of all time. We have heathens for presidents. You do know that. I don't even believe that George Washington was a believer. He stole 10,000 acres of Indian land because he was a surveyor, and he surveyed it all to himself, and they were stealing Indian land back then. I don't believe Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, Ben Franklin said they were deists, said they weren't Christians. They said it. Boy, we don't know nothing in this nation, do we? Now let's read on here. Agape made perfect, teleos made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There's no fear in agape, but perfect love. Perfect, mature agape, which is the perfect that's coming, casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. If you're still afraid of the world, you're, st- you're a baby believer or a developing believer. It's really difficult to go out there and face the world, isn't it? We love him because he first loved us. You can't love God unless he puts the love in your heart. That's another That's another foundation for God's election. God's purposing us to preordain pre- us to conform to his likeness and predestination. You can't love God unless he puts it in your heart. He's written in fleshy tables of our heart his word. And that's when we grow up. If a man say, I love God and hated his brother, he is a liar. If you don't tell your brother the truth and live in truth in front of him, you don't love him. That's what loving your brother means. You can't love your brother without living in truth in front of him, without telling him about predestination, without telling him about Christmas, without telling him about repentance, about being hated by the world. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? And this commandment have, I, have we from him, that he who loveth God love his brother also. But what does love mean? You have to walk in God's commandments in front of your brother. This is one of them right here. If he starts telling lies, you got to tell him, hey, brother, I'm getting angry at you, and that's one of the commandments of God. Be angry is a part of agape. Walking in God's commandments. This is a commandment. You're all commanded. I've had people say, I think you're excessively angry. I don't think you can be excessively angry. This is rage here. I, I have a rage against Kenneth Copeland, Fred Price, T.D. D. Jakes. They're out and out liars, stealing money from the poor. I don't like them for that, and you're not supposed to like them either. Jesus said, "You are my friends, P.H.I.L.I. If you keep my commandments." Keeping the commandments of God is walking in agape, isn't it? And he said, I have affection for you under that one condition. If you don't keep my commandments, I don't like you. Now, let's let me go back to this. How much time do I have, Mike? All right. Go back to this paper here. You've got every one of these verses On this paper here, you got the definitions of them and you got every verse listed here. Now, let's look at some of these other verses.
0: All right, let me erase some of this. All right, hold on. notice how all these things fit together you cannot
1: separate obedience from agape you can't separate that from being perfect because agape becomes perfect when you grow up and when you become mature well I want to be mature but I want to do that overnight is there a course I can take yeah there's a course you can take it's called Jim Brown's University that's what (laughs) <laughs> that, that's uh uh what Larry Zach's father used to say. He used to say, he'd write his check out, and he'd put uh Grace and Truth University on his checks. Larry passed away several years ago. So you got all these words and they're basically there's something in meaning in all the different words. Then you've got the words. Teliotes means. There's well, one other verse on that I've got to show you because this really confuses people. Over in Hebrews, Teliotes is mentioned twice. Whenever I say something's mentioned twice in the Bible or ten times, if you'll notice on your paper, Teliotes. It's got 19. See that? See the 19 right next to 5046. That's your that is your concordance number. 19 is the amount of times that the word teleos is mentioned in the New Testament right here. That's the 19 times it's mentioned. Sometimes those words will differ. That's just like we said. Perfect is in Matthew 548. Perfect in uh, if that will be perfect, Jesus tells the rich young ruler, "Then sell all that you have and follow me." It wasn't because you have to sell everything you have. This man was greedy. He had great riches, and Jesus told him, "You have to get rid of what that sin that besets you." And then it says down here, it's the word "men" in First Corinthians four twenty. It's the word "full age" in Hebrews five fourteen. And it's perfect all through here. Then you got perfectness, taste. Then we're going to get down here to Teleo. They're all basically the same. They have some meaning of maturity, fully growing up, I O. T E L I O O T-E-L-I-O-O, teleio. And that, if you'll notice, Jesus came to finish his work john four thirty four had fulfilled the days that means to complete uh, fulfilled Paul said when Paul said, second Corinthians twelve and nine that's on the teleo second corinthians 12 nine he said, "My strength is made perfect in weakness. What was he talking about? He said, I had a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan, to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. I've written 14 books of the New Testament, and God wanted to keep me humble and down on my face, so he gave me a physical problem. Some believe that it was his eyesight, because he had to have Luke write for him. He said, I wrote you in big letters because I couldn't see well. And and he tells the Galatians in the fourth chapter of Galatians, you would have plucked out your own eyes and given them to me when I was there. So he probably had bad eyesight. And he said, I besought the Lord three times. I did something I'd command my people not to do. I have told you to pray
0: prosuchomai. And prosukomai comes from pros, meaning toward,
1: and uk, meaning to wish or will. Prayer means to will oneself towards the will of another. It means to bow to God's will. Was that what Paul was doing in the 12th chapter of 2 Corinthians? Paul is showing us his weakness. He said, I besought the Lord. I begged him three times to let this thorn in the flesh it was in my flesh depart from me and god said no paul was transgressing his own commandments to us wasn't he you can see this human side of some of these guys if you pay attention to the scriptures he said, I asked the lord three times and he said no my grace is sufficient for you paul i you can get by with the bad eyes i got to keep you humbled Because it's real easy for somebody with your talent as intelligent as you to get the big head. So i got to keep you down, Jim Brown. Oh, me. I had a lot of talent in sales. I could just wind things up and make lots of money when I was in real estate. I just knew how to do it. Just analyze like I do in this in the pulpit. I don't mean that to boast I speak foolishly. I had a lot of talent when I was on stage. God says, what we need to do is we need to give you something in your body. Oh, here, take this bronchitis and uh, live with that. Now I sing a high C for him. Ah! I don't have it anymore. He says, I'm going to keep you down because I just want you to teach. That's it. He said, my strength is made perfect. It's become mature in my physical weakness. Sometimes God just, not sometimes, all the time, God has to put you through fire until you're old to make you strong spiritually. I'm sorry, young people, you got some ways to go. But we all had to do it, didn't we? Haven't we had to go through it, Judy? Isn't that right, Ken? We all got to go through it. You wasn't this calm when you were young, were you? I didn't think you were. He said, no. <laughs> and none of us were. We have to mature and grow up. And then he he says, my strength is made perfect. And God making me physically weak. And then we get to this word. Gosh, there's so many of these. If you look down here in First John under. 5048 we read through most of those in chapter 4 his love is made is perfected in us Herein is our love made perfect he that feareth is not made perfect in agape you haven't grown up it doesn't mean you're not a christian when it says he that feareth is not made perfect in agape it means you hadn't grown up yet that's all it means then Talios one time in the bible t-e-l E-I-O-S teleos no I-O-S excuse me makes all the difference in the world teleos I-O-S and that's over there in First 1 Peter 1:13 1. and hope we hope until the end until we're perfected everything in our life is perfecting us all the fire we're going through well, I get, I didn't finish up my telly. i taste tell Back over to Hebrews 6. This is another verse that really confuses people. Hebrews 6. How much time do I have, Mike? I'm not going to get through this at all. I wish you'd bring these back. If you'd all bring them back, I could... This is like taking a course and somebody handing out a... a handing out an instruction book and say we want to go through this in one lesson <laughs> we, we can't go through all this in one lesson i've got all those other papers i've handed out to you in the last few weeks i can't do it all at once i can go through it if you wouldn't mind sitting here for about three or four days around the clock if i can last that long i can't i still can't exhaust it there's no way to exhaust it God's word is inexhaustible. Look here in Hebrews 6. Here's the other time, this word, teleotes. If you remember up there, 5047, teleotes is mentioned twice. The bond of perfectness there in Colossians three fourteen, And then when you get over here to Hebrews 6, here's the other word, same word, complete. It's a noun, and it's a completion. All right. Hebrews 6. Now, this is a verse that really confuses everybody. Uh, there's a professor out here, David Lipscomb. David Lipscomb College is a Church of Christ school. It's one of the largest Church of Christ schools in America. Now, Church of Christ, well, you've got to be dipped in water to be saved, but you have to be dipped in water by a Church of Christ preacher and going to the Church of Christ. That's what they believe. You've got to take their crackers and grape juice every week or you can't go to heaven when you die were you in a church christ you know what they believe it's crazy this well a professor out here had been hearing me and a fellow had been taking my dvds and he said i, I really want to meet this jim brown and uh so i t- took off one day and went out there with this fellow and the fellow that knew him he was going to school out there and uh, this doctor out there said i went into a restaurant to meet him and i had on a t-shirt god doesn't love everybody or something like that Predestination's true and i was in jeans and i woke up to a table where he was and he said we he said it's so such a pleasure to meet you he'd been telling his class about me and said jim brown is a proof that you don't have to go to seminary to learn the bible and he was really afraid of me you could tell and he's about two years older than me And he said, i got to ask you a question about the Bible. I said, you probably want to know what Hebrews, the six chapters, is about. He said, how did you know? I said, all Church of Christ pastors and doctors want to know that. And that's what I'm going to tell you about right now, okay? Because this is so confusing to people. I'm going to read it to you and then explain it to you. Now, you cannot explain hebrews 6 you see the words c-h-a-p-t-e-r 6 (laughs) that's not in the bible these were on scrolls they would roll the scroll out they only put chapters in there and verses in there one two three they only put those in there so you could find a way of finding these it this is one long scroll so you got to back up to a verse I said before, uh, that... Uh, back up to verse 8 of chapter 5, that Jesus, though he were a son, learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. Jesus didn't learn to obey God. He learned what it was and what it was like. He didn't have to learn how to obey God. He was God in the flesh. He never fell. The script, the Hebrew says, he was a man of like passions as we are, yet without sin. So, and being made perfect, being made perfect, teleos, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. Unto all them that obey him. Oh, you mean we don't have to do anything? Certainly you have to obey God. He's coming back in flaming fire, taking vengeance on all those that know not God and that obey not the gospel. If you never obey these words, if you never grow up, you don't even want to grow up. You don't want to say, this is too much for me. You don't have to learn all these words, but it has to be going on in your heart. There has to be a seriousness in your heart about God. Otherwise, you're going to hell. That's pretty plain, isn't it? Somewhere you have to be wanting to obey God. You're not saved by works, but you are saved by working faith. Wilt thou, vain man? Wilt thou know, vain man, that faith without works is dead? Being alone, God is working in you, willing to do of His good pleasure. He's going to change your mind and your heart, and your desires about obeying Him. And He does it a little bit at a time over a long period of time. He'll beat you up for a long time. Now, where was I? So you got to look at the verses before. And he says, verse 12, When for a time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. You need somebody to teach you because you haven't grown up, he's saying, and are become as have need of milk and not of strong meat. Strong meat is the word stereos. I put that on the board earlier. S t e r e o s. It means beef steak. You need to grow, and you can't grow drinking baby milk from now on. You can't grow up. Uh, people say, "I read the Bible. I read 23rd Psalm." Well, everybody read the 23rd Psalm. It's quoted by everybody. And everyone that useth milk is unskilful in the word of God. Milk is healthy for babies. But you got to grow
0: in the Word of the Righteous, for he is a baby. But strong meat, steraios, belongs to them that are teleos,
1: grown up. Only grown people can eat strong beefsteak. Even those by, who by reason of use have their senses exercised the word exercise, gumnazo, we get our word gem from that. Uh, to discern good and evil. You're not going to know good and evil very well until you learn to exercise yourself in the word of God. Then we go into the next chapter. This is the part that everybody confused. Therefore. Therefore is a conjunction connecting what's going to be said to what's been said. Therefore, you got to grow up. You've been drinking milk, and it takes more than that to grow. Leaving the principles of the doctrines of Christ, let us go on to teleotes. Let us grow up and be mature. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and faith toward God. My father preached the same thing every week. You need to get saved. Walk the i accept Christ, and that was it. All I did was make me fall further and further away from God. And faith towards God. We don't need to hear the basics constantly. We need to grow up of the doctrines of baptism, of a laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. And this will we do if God permit. For it is impossible. For those who were once enlightened, the word enlightened is the word photizo. we got our word photo from that a photographer uses a camera to enlighten the, the film in it it is impossible for those who once enlightened and you did know the truth and you did receive it and you've tasted of the heavenly gift of truth but you're you're holding on to the baby infant gifts you got to grow up. For those who once enlightened have tasted the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost, you became a participant of the truth then. But you haven't left all these basics and going on unto perfection. You've tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come. This is talking about believers if they fall away
0: parapipto if they apostatize
1: now this is something that you will be ashamed of if you apostatize apostasis remove the daily cross from your life to being upright from your life you will apostatize if you don't grow up go to perfection study the deeper things of God you'll end up wandering around in the world going back out in the night drinking a little messing around like you're not supposed to do if they apostatize it's impossible to them to renew them again unto repentance Renew renew doesn't mean to re- it's impossible to repent. you can repent after you do that, but you're going out here and you're living in a world, and here you are, you come to Christ, new birth, and you get involved in the baby things of God, the baby gifts the basics of salvation you don't go on to teleotes you don't mature in the deeper word of God into strong meat which comes from the previous chapter because you haven't grown you're still having to drink milk if you apostatize you'll come to a place where you fall away you live in sin Until God brings you back, puts you back on the track, even though you have a a desire to wander away from time to time, the longer you live, the more he'll beat you, and you have to live with that sin that was in your life as a younger person, which I've done. I'm ashamed to say that. Apostatized and just left, went off into the pop music world, went to the gospel music world, And you have to live with that sin because you put Christ to an open shame and crucified the Son of God afresh. Vessels of wrath cannot put Christ to an open shame. Only
0: his children.
1: You understand that? You got to grow. There ain't no way around growing. You'll either apostatize and go out here and live like the devil in your sin. Has anybody done that besides me? I know that you have. Because there's not any truth going on in this nation out here. Unless you grow in truth, you're going to end up with that big ditch in your life right here. And I told this doctor that out there, and he said, that's it, isn't it? I said, that's exactly it. This is not about a lost person losing their salvation. It's about going to some church like you used to go to where that preacher didn't say nothing. And you didn't learn anything. You didn't mature. You didn't go on under perfection, completion, where you're growing up spiritually as a spiritual person. That answers those two verses. And those Colossians 3.14 tell you what the bond of perfection is so when the perfect is come here's the perfect it will tell you all through here it's agape even the Kittle's Dictionary will tell you that
0: it's agape and then you've got teleosis t e l i o
1: s i s Teleosis is that next one down there on there, fifty fifty on your left hand side close to the bottom. And teleosis fifty fifty on over here in your definite completion. Verification. Absolution. Perfection. Performance. Performance. Why would they translate that in Luke? One forty-five. Look at Luke one forty-five. It's on your page. It's down there fifty-fifty. Luke one
0: forty-five. God has promised Mary
1: that she would bear a son. It would be virgin-born. She comes into Jerusalem to have Jesus circumcised after 40 days where that she's gone through this quarantine that all mothers have to go through according to the law. Jesus hasn't been nailed to the cross yet. The handwriting of rituals hasn't been nailed to the cross. The Bible says, And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord, there will be a son born and there and he will be he's already being born here, she's bringing him here, and everything that has been said to Mary about Jesus will be performed. You can think
0: of teleates being a performance. performance of God in your life to do
1: the things that God said he promised you then you go to the next word there 50 51 let us lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us And and when we lay that aside Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith it's he said the same thing here that he says over here in Philippians one and six He that hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ Epi Teleo. Teleo means to cover your life with the performance, and that is a form of perfect. He's going to do the performing in you. You say, Jim, this is too much. I can't handle it. I know you can't. I couldn't. either. If you'd have taught this to me when I was 20 and said, learn that, I'd say, I can't do that. Never do that. It's too much. You know how I learned all these things? One word at a time. It takes year after year after year after year to learn it. And it takes fire after fire after trial after trial after persecution to cause you to bow to God and become of full age, become a man, become grown up. It's going to take a long time. And if God will deal with you. I had a guy call me one time and said, well, I don't want to wait for years to be mature. I want to be mature right now. So okay, let's pray. Lord, we pray you'll break his neck, make him a quadriplegic. And Lord, cause him to do whatever you have to do to him and nearly kill him. He said, whoa, wait a minute. That's not the way I want it. I said, but that's the way you have to have it if you want it right now. You can't have it right now. You mean I have to... You, if you want to go to school to become an electrical engineer, you can't get it all of a sudden. That's the hardest course you can take in college. That's as hard as anything you can take. It's tough as nails. You've got to go through it. You want to become a concert pianist? Buy your piano. And then start, get you a, a piano teacher like Judy, and start rehearsing and practice six hours every day for 25 years and then you might be a concert pianist it takes a long time to learn doesn't it these things will become second nature, they're second nature to me to say a lot of them, a lot of the stuff I say, it'll become second nature to you if you'll do it a long time but you can't do it all of a sudden, and I got all these other words here, I'm about to run out of time you got Teleo, you got that word dead, telatao, that's dead, that means to finish your lifetime. Teletu, death of Herod. Teleo, have gone over or had finished. See, gone over Jordan and had finished are the same thing. Should be finished, same thing. 5056, telos, end. When Peter said, the end of all things is near, he meant the completion of the church is grown. And now all these gifts of an apostle will be done away with. Keep these and look at these. Look at those words down there. I'm out of time, ain't I, Mike? I I can't get through this much information so I've kind of skipped all through it and let you see some things you can't just look at a word in English and say that's the word no English language is a harlot language it has sold out the meanings keep studying let's pray Father we thank you for truth help the church help the believers to grow up It's a long, slow process, Lord, and I I want to help them to see how to do these things. Give us all strength and courage. Those that really belong to you, Lord, help them to see how they need
0: to do and to learn. God, I thank you for, for everything you do, even the bad,
1: because that's all your will. Fight our battles for us. We, I don't want to fight no more, Lord. Please fight my battles.
0: Let your family, your elect, in Christ's name we pray, man.
1: what do you love me you do can't you tell me that first? Can't you say I love you? Could I have some gum, please? Can't you say that? Welcome, please. Say, well, I love you. I love you too. Love you too. <laughs> now tell me you love me. Hey, Sherry. Heard you found your keys finally. Oh. Did they tell you where where they where it was? Somebody said they were in your pants or yeah, something. Yeah, they're like. Really? I've done crazy things like that, too. I was starting to say, I've never done anything crazy like that. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. Was hilarious. And I never felt them. them. And felt
0: that in jingle and jingle.
1: Are you doing, brother? Ah. How about you? You're all red in the face. You look like you've been in the sun. A
0: little bit. those arms.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i one in my family. Thank you so okay, much. No, 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 D. Oh, no, 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 no. I not separate those. Dee, thank you so much. It's such you a, a you're a miracle worker. Mm. So say and say bye to these folks. Y'all take care. Love you guys. To, Jim. I know that's a lot of stuff, but it's the truth. I'm glad to hear it. I need to hear it a lot. Well, I I we all, all need today. to hear it. We all need to hear this. I need. I'm preaching it myself when I'm preaching this. I need to keep growing. We all take care. We love you guys. Okay. Hey, bro. What are you doing doing? there, Rod? How you doing? I'm good. Doing all right. And you keep thinking we finish this up. Hey, what are you doing? You want gum? You want some gum? Okay. where, where, Where are these things? Let me see what they
0: look like.
1: You want this can? Is that what you want? You want this? Now, now I'm gonna have to get another package here. This is what y'all want in it. You want the watermelon? Okay. There you go. Watermelon, your watermelon. Yes, please. Okay. You want watermelon? <laughs> hey, Rusty. Thank you, Jim. That's real good. Yeah, sure, is a lot of information in it. Yes, it is. Big, big set, out of three ports and a poem, doesn't it? <laughs> when you get into perfection, you're getting to every point of predestination. And, obey and fire and trial. In Colossians 3, those verses you read, it, there's seven things that you're supposed to add, I guess. Yeah. That's what we add. Not only that, the things that we put off are just right before that. I don't even have time to get to all of it. You got to put off. And he's not saying... He's not saying add. He's saying add. Put on. It's a. Did I give you gum? Did I give you gum? (laughs) You want some gum? I'll take some gum. All right. Let me give you some. Alright. Here's some watermelon, you want that? Yeah, you out of juicy fruit, huh? huh? Out of juicy fruit, huh? I got some juicy fruit if you want. Hey. Hey. What are you doing doing? All right. What are you doing doing? Somebody'll need these as singles. So. I don't know what they'll do without the rest of it. <laughs> uh, you want them? Gusto. Commentaries from who? Yeah. It's it's Pulpit Commentary, but there's 22 oh, okay. volumes of them.
0: Hey, what are you doing?
1: Doing pretty good. How are you good. doing, Andrew? I'm
0: doing pretty good myself.
1: Feeling better? better. You feeling better? Yeah. They was a dollar a piece. Oh, huh? They were a dollar a piece. That's pretty cheap. Like the bag you know, this one. Nice. <laughs> he's about the strategy? 10 of them, right?